Savage Mind Podcast. By this time at the end of the week, we will be springing forward. And I cannot fucking wait. We got, let's see, five more days. I'm fucking stoked about it. I don't know about y'all, man. Y'all can fucking shove that hour of sleep right up your ass if that's the way you fucking look at it. Because that ain't the way I look at it. Man, I'm fucking excited. Maybe we'll get an extra podcast in. We'll have more daylight. We'll get more shit done. We'll have more endorphins kicking in. We'll be getting more sunlight, more more sunshine, and man, it'll be in a better mood. Ah, oh, This podcast I was thinking about today, I have so much fucking content on this. I don't know. The way I see it sometimes when I get to talking about this is kind of like relationships and children. I feel like that if I could do this four or five, let me, let me rephrase that. When I get to a point, I don't know if that's in season four. I don't know if that's in season 14. That may sound fucking crazy to y'all, but I have no plans of stopping anything. Only the next level, only moving forward. So as I get ready in the future to turn this into a career. Anyone that knows me personally or has followed this podcast, one or all of those things, that knows my journey, that knows my mission, that knows every obstacle that I have overcame, all the fucking things I worked through, all the fucking shit put on my plate that I didn't ask for, people working against me, lack of support, lack of networking, uh, people just deliberately doing shit. I want y'all to remember my journey. And I want you to remember how long I did certain things before I got to a point where I could do it for a living. I want y'all to remember how long I did Facebook videos, how long I did challenges. I was training and doing things long before we had any challenges. I was doing Facebook videos long before I had a podcast. And then I would look at how long I had my podcast before I went to video format and had guests before I did anything. When you see and you know one day, again, don't know when that day is that I wrote my book, you know personally all the hardships I went through, all the sacrifices I made, not just time sacrifices, doing without resources, doing without money, doing without going places, doing without things, doing without transportation, doing without basic first world things that a lot of people are willing to give up. So I'll dive more deep, deeper into that later. I want y'all to fucking remember that. Some people's like, well, when did he get to that point? Or, or when did he start doing that? Or he gets paid. It must be nice. Yeah. You remember motherfuckers. I might have been doing stuff five or seven to 10 years before that. Again, the younger version of me, I would have stopped and went back to what was more comfortable, accessible, and was more financially sensible at the time. I'm not willing to do that now. But this particular subject, especially in the society, in the world we live in right now, is there's so many different directions to go with this, and everyone has so many opinions. But I wonder, like most things, are we sticking to the facts? Are we telling the truth? Are we saying what we're supposed to say? Are we saying what we really want to say? And that's like most things. Because I, I say this quite often. Our Facebook, our social media post, our Twitter post, whatever it is, would be significantly different if we said what the fuck we really want to say. Now, for me, I think if y'all know me, 
anyone that listens to this podcast that doesn't follow me on social media, understand this. I am the fucking same on social media. Friends, family, employers, and all. Make no mistake about it. I'm more profound in real life. And I'm unapologetic. Doesn't make me a badass. I have said that over and over. I'm just very comfortable and I'm, I'm very aware and in tune with who I am, what I'm about, my mission, my lifestyle, my future. And I don't make no compromises and nego- no negotiations over it. I used to do that. That time has long passed. But I want to talk about it. Just the fucking working world. Employment. Employers. Um careers, jobs, the nine to five, the seven to seven, the eight to four, the 12 hours. It doesn't matter what walk of life or what we do for a living. We're not just talking about blue collar working folks, but the majority of the people that run this country are blue collar people that work for that, that some punch a time clock, some are on salary. I mean, we could go any direction. We can go from executives to fucking people that throw the trash but i want to talk about just employment in general and again instead of this being i got part ones in first season that i still haven't followed up on because there's so much fucking content on it i feel like what i was saying a while ago was i i I do feel like if i could do this when i get to a point i could do this five days a week because that is the goal i feel like with or without guests one both or all that we could talk about this fucking, there could be a fucking part 10, a part 20, a follow-up. Because there's new information coming all the time. There's new education to gain. There's there's so much out there, and we have diff- people have different experiences and a different perspective, and it's important to hear that and get those perspectives. But I'm going to talk about my fucking perspective today. You know... You probably heard me mention this in past podcasts since COVID hit. And we talked about this a while back about unemployment and unemployment benefits. Maybe a lot of younger people don't understand this. And again, y'all forgive me if I say something wrong. I have no problem with constructive constructive criticism. But but there's a difference between constructive criticism and uh, someone checking someone, someone like someone told me the other day that, that maybe someone wants to have a talk with me. And I said, what do you mean want to have a talk with me? They said, well, they kind of looked at me and, you know, raised their eyebrows. I think they want to talk to you about what? It's not that I'm too good or I think I'm above being talked to, but I made it clear. No one's going to fucking summons me. I'll eat. I'll eat some fucking money. Do the fuck without. But I have I have. My pride is not too big. I cannot apologize if I feel like I need to apologize. But I don't feel like no man's above me except God. I'm fucking serious about that. I don't care what title they hold, how much fucking money they make, how many toys they got, what they fucking drive, how tall they are, how much they motherfuckers weigh, what their fucking reputation is. I'm making this clear. You ain't going to summons me to do a motherfucking thing. I'm going to fucking do it. You're not going to tell me what the fuck I can't and can't do. I'm going to fucking do it if I want to do it. Look, I'm sitting here in my late 40s telling you this. That ain't changing. I have a huge problem with men like that. If I do it and I know the consequences, then I'm well aware of those consequences. And I wanted to get my message across and do it anyway. So people often say with people that have that kind of mentality, 
Well, look what it costs you. What does it cost you? What would it cost me? Material things and money? Usually not enough money that's going to be life-changing or altering or change my life significantly any fucking way. Not to fucking suck dick, not to eat fucking shit, and not to put up with that fucking shit. And I'm not going to. So you can come talk to me, but don't tell me someone else needs to talk to me. You send that motherfucker to talk to me. How about that? And people, you know... People that didn't grow up like this don't get that shit. You never tell another man what another man's going to say or do unless you plan on delivering that yourself. But let me get back to this. We see a lot of things on social media that people don't want to work. This really started with the businesses being shut down, people being laid off, people losing their jobs. And I talked about this just in a couple of podcasts previously about this. When people got laid off, most of that was out of their control. And most of them, people start talking about that $600 extra or whatever it was. Let me assure you, the people that got on board after that, that manipulated and falsified and uh, committed fraud, they were aware of it. The people that got laid off in the beginning, they weren't aware of this. Coming from a person They used to help people set up their unemployment when they got laid off. For years, I did that. They didn't know they were getting it. You know what? For the people who did get it, they probably were weeks without pay. So again, I mentioned this, like I said, in the previous podcast. Depending on what you do for a living or how much money you make, again, money is not the goal. But I've also realized this. Quit telling a fucking small business person or some employers that money's ain't money's not the goal because they take that shit seriously and think that you don't give a fuck what you make. There's a fucking balance in there somewhere, fucking people, okay? You got it. It does fucking matter a little bit. It ain't the top priority. It ain't the main goal, but goddamn. If someone can set it home that was out of their control, that didn't get asked to get laid off or lose their job, COVID or not, but COVID really exposed a lot of things. And all I hear people say is how it exposed that people didn't want to work. And I'm in disagreement with most of that. Look, people have been lazy since the beginning of the time. People have been fucking doing a lot of shit since the beginning of time. People have been manipulating. People have been greedy. People have been pretending to be good people that they're not. People have been hurting children. People have been molesting children. People have been stealing. People have been doing drugs. People have been having sex. People have been fucking committing suicide. We just have a front row seat to it and instant access now that's why that we're so opinionative about that but i just wonder are we sticking to sticking to the facts covid exposed that a lot of people didn't want to work and i've been saying this a lot i don't think that that's it look whatever and i'm not speaking for no particular no particular uh, line of work right now or field of field of work or career excuse me I'm speaking for just the work life in general you know I mean uh, think about it this way I said this in a, a while back if a person really didn't like their employer 
Again, you don't have to lock your employer. You don't have to fucking lock your coworkers. You don't have to fucking lock your boss. You don't have to lock your employees. Do you know how to separate the difference between do they do their job and do they perform well? Do they do what they're required to do? Not extra, not less. You as an employer, do you do what you're required to do? Do you provide fair benefits? A fucking comfortable at least a functional workplace. There's so many different directions to go with this. I don't think it just exposed people didn't want to work. I think it also exposed how greedy employers were. If somebody could, look, I explained this a while back. There's a maximum cap and a ceiling on unemployment. So if a person makes like, say, $15 an hour, they're probably going to hit on unemployment working 40 hours a week or excuse me, working 40 hours a week, I think I figured up like $14, $15 an hour before taxes as as opposed to them working 40 hours a week. And you got to remember taxes being taken out, fucking wear and tear on your car, fucking gas, lunch, not time with your family, daycare, whatever you got to do, everyone's situation is different. As opposed to $14, $15 an hour and that's the max on unemployment before the COVID relief and they got extra and nobody knew they were getting that. Again, the people that were dishonest and fraudulent about that afterwards, they're going to have to pay that back. Maybe not this year, maybe not a month from now, but they will. It always happens that way. Government always finds a way to get their money back. You can better fucking believe that. <clears throat> Why would someone who bust their ass for 40 hours a week that gets laid off out of their control. Why would they not want to be at home for the same fucking money? Cutting down on gas. Not wearing tear on their car. Don't have to find sitters for their kids. Can fucking cook. Maybe they can get a side hustle going. What happens is we're pissed off about a lot of things. We'll get to that in a second. So then when the extra come along. So the extra. The extra alone, let me be clear about this. I hope some of you, some of you people that I know won't say you're listening. I hope you're fucking listening because there's some employers that I know that need to listen to this. The the extra by itself is more than some people make. And before y'all get on this little fucking spill, maybe they need to have a better education, $15 an hour. Maybe they need to have more than a high school diploma, so on. So I agree with some of that, some of that. Now, again, this is coming from a late 40s guy who's been, let me be clear about this. I have no problem. I don't have a college degree. I do have a high school education. I have a lot of training and other stuff in specialty areas and a variety of things. But I have been busting my ass working for over 30 years. I've already retired from a job that I already spent 20 plus years at, and that was seven years ago I left. And pretty much been doing the same thing, uh, in bet- with give or take a couple of years, since I left there. I've never not fucking worked at some point, even when I was old enough to lie about my age. I think this is my 35th year working because I was able to lie about my age two or three years when I was younger. Back in the 80s and early 90s, you could get away with that shit. So... I understand some employers could not could not pay that what unemployment was and the extra, but if they're getting that and it was out of their control and they didn't ask for it, again unemployment is earned. Why would they be in a hurry to come back to work? 
They're getting, again, they're getting shit done around their house, spending time with their family, not spending gas, not wearing tear, not stressed, not on their fucking feet all day, not fucking having a fucking migraine for whatever they got to do. Coming home and having two or three goddamn hours at the end of the night. And between that time, you fucking got to cook, clean, go to bed, and get up the fucking next day and do it all over again. I encourage everyone. If your identity is behind your fucking job and your significant other, especially your job, and you don't really know who you are, I suggest you get something else going, no matter how late in the game it is. Because that's what you're relying off of. That's what you're counting on for your happiness. But... We keep hearing this. People don't want to work. So I've really been studying a lot of stuff lately and watching a lot of organizations. And what I see is look at how much employers are paying now. Look at the changing world of the workplace. And I just said this previously. A lot of people my age and older don't understand that the, that the, work, the working world has changed. And they, ha- they haven't got on board. Look. I'm not a tech guy. I've said that over and over, but I also understand that the world that we work in now is not the same as it was 10 years ago. It's not the same as it was 20 years ago. It's not the same as it was 30 years ago. If you're my age group, baby boomers, it's definitely not that age anymore. It doesn't pay to stay 10, 20, 30 years on a job. That was for y'all's generation. We live in the digital world. It does not matter if you don't like it. It does not matter if you don't accept it. It is what it is, and it's here to stay. And it's only going to develop, which has provided a lot more different opportunity for people, especially younger, that are in tune with this shit to work. People can work mobile. They can work remote. They can work on the road. You have shit like Uber Eats, fucking DoorDash, Lyft, Uber itself, fucking Amazon. Well, Amazon's so big. I'm not recommending everyone to go to work for Amazon, but they will. I know guy people that work. I know one particular person that works th- left a job after six years that works three part time jobs because it was better than the fucking full time job he had. And it was an established business. And I know these people have money because it was more flexible to what he's working on his entrepreneurship. Do y'all understand that? The digital world, social media, technology created a whole different workplace. And what our generation and the older generation's pissed about is we're just mad and pissed off because it didn't happen in our generation because most of us would have did the same thing. And we're pissed off that they won't... Look, there's lazy in the millennials. We know that. There's lazy in every generation, no doubt. And I've said it over and over. By trying to make their life easier, we've made their life more difficult. No fucking doubt. But on the flip side of that, to be fair about it, we're fucking really pissed off because they won't put up with shit with employers like we do. We were told to tough it out in our relationships and fucking jobs and employers that the payoff would be worth it. There are some exceptions out there that it probably was worth it, but for the most part, it's not. The reward for a job well done is usually more work. Waiting. If the shit ain't changed in five years, it ain't going to change in ten years. That's the fucking truth. Because the more people can can get out of you at a discount price, the more they're going to do so. So I just wonder, what, what, what do you employers expect? Let me say this before I go any further. Employers, we live in a world right now at this time, maybe not a year from now, maybe not five years from now. Let me be clear about this, employers. You do not have the upper hand. You do not have the, the say-so. 
The employees had to say so. And you know what? That pisses a lot of y'all off. But I believe that that's a good thing because usually organizations, CEOs, own business owners from fucking ma and pop to small business to corporations, they have the upper hand. And y'all don't have the upper. Not when places like Target are playing, paying $22 an hour and fucking Chick-fil-A is paying fucking $14 or $15 an hour. Bucky's, if you live in Texas, I think there's some Bucky's, some other places in Texas. Start their cashiers out at fifteen to seventeen dollars now. That may not be a lot to a lot of you, some people who own businesses and your executives and or you know you have an inherited money. But you know, I think the average working person makes about forty thousand dollars a year, which is that I say the average, the median, which is the median, which is this many make less, this many make more. The average person makes about forty thousand dollars a year. You can go be a cashier at Bucky's and make fifteen to seventeen dollars an hour, and you can do the next level up. And they give you three weeks vacation right away that you can cash, use, or roll over. They give you four hundred one k right away. They give you raises right away. I mean, I'm just using different things as an example. So we just keep hearing this: no one wants to work. No, people are fed up, and they don't have to put up with it no more. Any that extra unemployment ran out a long time ago. Or a year ago, whatever it was. So the people that are laid off, they're not probably not chose to be laid off. But the thing is, some of them didn't come back. Because they realized, hey, you know what? Maybe I can work from home. Maybe I... That was an, uh, an awakening. We're not talking about woke. We're not talking about cancel culture. You said... Look, you, you're at home. Right now, set my ass at home. Give me extra money. And let me get caught up with my projects around my house. Anyone that knows me knows I go hard all the time. You let me be at home fucking six months with just my fucking basic pay. I'm not fucking using gas. I'm not going to work. I'm not stressed out. I'm not on my feet. I'm not fucking meeting someone else's demands. I'm not doing any of that. I'm working out. I'm training. I'm fucking podcasting. I'm writing. I'm working on my house, spending time with my wife, spending time with my fucking children, spending time with my grandkids. Maybe I don't come back. Why would I want to come back? Do y'all understand that? People have options now. For the first time in years, decades, employees, the working world employees got more options than the fucking employers do. They'll walk out on your goddamn ass right now. It doesn't always mean to translate more money, employers, but what are you offering? What do you expect? Do you really expect your employees to work with no raises, no time off, no fucking paid vacation, no sick time, no fucking holidays, and you expect that you're and you're gonna get on any kind of social media or tell your constituents that people don't want to work. Maybe that's the field they want to be in is working for you, but they can go down the road and do something totally fucking different to get back up on their feet, and they go to, they can go to work for someone else in their field or their passion or their purpose, making ex- more money. People that care about them that will be flexible, that will give them raises, at least give them paid time off, at least give them some vacation days, and honestly, understand when they're sick, because what a lot of you employers do, you only think, you you, you tend not to believe your employees when they're sick or they have something going on, but they're supposed to be understanding when you're fucking sick. Listen, if you got a problem at the bottom or mid-level in any organization, it starts at the top. 
This pisses y'all off if you're a business owner. Look, I know some good business owners. I know some people own some bars, some people that own some restaurants, different things like that. And I know they take good care of their employees. But what did you expect? COVID and, 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 and the pandemic exposed a lot of different levels on a lot of different things. And honestly, I, look, I reflect back on it. It exposed a lot of things to me. And there's a couple of things I didn't pull the trigger on. And I'm, I'm pissed at myself that I didn't. But that's, that's for another podcast. We'll talk about that later. If you're waiting on somebody to do the right thing and you're waiting for someone to show you their value and you've been in their presence or working for them for how many ever years and they have it, they're not going to. It's not coming. You should have no expectations of no one but yourself. I just wonder what you employers expect. Do you really expect people to stay with you through all of this? When Now, here's what it's exposed. Most employers have it. It drove a lot of small businesses under, a lot of restaurants, a lot of bars, a lot of mom and pop places. They closed, and they're not going to open back up, and that's unfortunate. But the ones that are around right now, y'all got some of y'all got funds as well. Don't fucking lie. You got packages. You got fucking money. And you know what? You still didn't pay your employees. Everything ain't about money. It's about being understanding of people's time. It's about flexibility. It's about caring about people. It's about, I mean, let me ask some of you something. I would like for y'all to reach out on me about this. If you've been an employer, let's say five to seven years, you stuck it out with them, and they didn't pay you for not one holiday. We're not talking Memorial Day, Labor. We're talking about Christmas. Let's say Christmas falls on a Wednesday. Eight-hour day. Workday. Let's just say that we're speaking from perspective. Average, average person makes fifteen dollars an hour. Add that up times eight hours. That's eighty. Five, nine, 125 dollars, whatever is before taxes. And they omitted that day and don't pay you for that day. Your checks at Thanksgiving and Christmas are the shortest checks of the year. Also, you had discussed vacation. And every time you take vacation, you don't get paid. They don't pay you at all. They don't pay you for any time you're sick. They don't do any of those things. You don't have any kind of allowance. You don't have any kind of reimbursement for anything. You don't get no... You can even, you don't even fucking fathom a Christmas bonus. Anything. But you see them living pretty well. Not just pretty well. I mean above society standards. Well above that. What would you think? Would you think you were appreciated? Let me ask you employers. Do you think your employees should stick around? What what are they what is are they waiting for? What what is their hope for in the future? If you're at 5 to 7 years and you don't have that, then what is going to happen another 5 or 7 years? Don't let them tell you they don't have it. Most of these people aren't asking for too much employers. They're asking to be respected. And let me just give you all a little education on this in case you don't understand. I had to tell someone this recently. <clears throat> we were referencing to someone, some people, and they said they never disrespect you, Jason. Certain people. And this was a number of different people. I said, people don't always disrespect you to your face. They don't disrespect me to my face because they know I won't put up with it. They fucking know better. In this certain arrangement, I'm not in this ar- arrangement anymore. I'm not in this environment. 
And I said, but sometimes when people are intimidated or threatened by you, because this is what I get a lot, they don't disrespect you to your face. They do it in other ways. Sabotaging people, undercutting them, devaluing them, demeaning them, not appreciating them, not valuing them in every, every way sometimes is a withholding of benefits. It's leaving stuff out that people have worked for, that you know it's due. You know they've earned it. So they do it. That's what people do with me. They 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 do it in roundabout ways. And if they've listened to me enough, they know I fucking know. I just haven't found the right time to address it yet. Because when I do, I'm going to put my hand all the way around their throat. If I'm waiting and I haven't addressed something, understand this. There's a reason I haven't. It's because I'm waiting for the right time. And it's like that a light bulb went off and these people didn't even realize that. I said, they do it in other ways. That pat on the back... That attaboy, that good job, yeah, that, that, that feels good. But if they say that and their actions never show that they do appreciate it, that's just to keep you doing what you're doing. That's That gives you, look, people like to feel important. It's like giving people un- titles without giving them the benefits to go along with it. If you give them the title without the benefits, they'll do more than they're asked to do and more than is expected to do. Because people want that power. They want that leverage. They want that to feel important. And people that are in leadership positions, they fucking know this. Employers, you're not in control anymore. There's a lot of employers I would not blame if the employees walk the fuck out. Look, if you leave it up to me, I know a couple of employers, I'd take every one of them with me. I'd have your whole fucking staff quitting. Now is not the time for that. Maybe I'll do it later. I'm not in a position to do that right now, but I'm working on it. And this is why a lot of employers don't, or I say anybody, significant other, spouses, friends, family, they don't want them talking to me. It's And I always ask, did I, did I state anything that wasn't true? I, I stated the facts. People don't really want to hear that shit. This is why they get on social media and say things like people don't want to work. No, they don't want to work for fucking you, motherfucker. They don't want to work for that company. They don't want to work for that organization. They don't want to work for that small business because the word's out that you might be a nice, a nice, let me, me, again, being nice and being respectful to someone's face, it is important. It goes a long way and it goes a little too far sometimes because it makes them get more out of people than they really fucking deserve. Being nice, being respectful, saying yes ma'am, no ma'am, putting that little hand on your shoulder, shaking your hand, asking how you're doing, saying you're worth more, but never showing any fucking data to provide that that they really believe that. Do y'all follow what I'm saying? It's just to keep you doing what you're doing. And a lot of people my age don't talk about this shit because we came from a different generation and we came from a different era that we were told to tough things out, that everything would be worth it, that we need to be loyal. We need to stay the course. So, again, we need to be loyal. And we're teaching young people to be loyal to fucking people that are not loyal to us. One thing I want to fucking quit hearing and I want to check people down about this. And if I see you in your face, I'll fucking do it. Quit saying employees ain't loyal no more. Most of you employers are not loyal to your employees. If you're going to treat your employees like they're fucking disposable, then you very much need to understand that you deserve to be treated like you're a disposable employee as well. But a lot of employers, in their mind, 
their idea is they're okay with having a high turnover rate because that way they can start that start and pay over again. Y'all didn't think, have y'all thought about that? Just letting y'all know. Say it again. Employers, you're not in control right now. I don't think that most employees are asking for too much. And the thing is, if they have to ask you for it, for basic necessities to do their job, to spend time with their family, to get things done, to enjoy a fucking day off or a weekend off or a vacation without worrying about coming back to no check, without fucking getting sick or COVID or whatever, the fucking flu, the truth is, most of your employers don't want you to have nothing going on outside of work. They want your life to be your job. That way you don't have time to do nothing else. You're hemmed up. Your whole fucking focus is if you're not at work, you're at fucking home. And the whole point is, most of the time, most of the working class world gets off and you fucking, that, that exhaust, exhausted sigh at the end of the day and that drink and that meal. You're too goddamn tired to do anything else. If you got fucking kids, if you got responsibilities around the house, that's it. And they know that. They're very aware of that. And they don't like people like me giving you this kind of information. Although it's out there and you've probably thought it yourself anyway. You just don't want to hear it and want it validated. I'm that fucking person. So employers, yeah, you probably will have a problem with me. Because it ain't fucking changing. I'd rather do without before I succumb to y'all's bullshit. Because I do my job wherever I'm at. But I'm not willing to put up with those things. And if I have put up with them at any point in my life, it's because I had a plan. It's because I was going to deal with your ass later. One thing we got to quit saying is get out of the mentality of people don't want to work. There's always people that don't want to work. Let me say this before I go. This is going to be part one. Man, I could do this back to back tomorrow. I know that I'm not going to have that time. But I really could because there's a lot to talk about on this. For every one of y'all that say people don't want to work, they don't want jobs, there's just as many fucking greedy employers. There's just as many selfish motherfuckers. There's just as many fucking tight wad, if y'all know what that means, fucking butt cheeks clenched together people, employers, organization, corporations, that don't want to give up their luxuries and their extras to fucking pay their employees a fair wage. I mean, think about it. No fucking sick days. And then you take sick days and they talk to you or reference like you're not fucking sick. But when they're sick, they expect you to understand. No vacation, paid vacation. No fucking raises. No fucking bonuses. No paid Christmas. No fucking turkeys at Thanksgiving. What the fuck do you think is going to happen, man? Do you think you're going to keep these people? Oh, you like to get a certain kind of people. See, people like them, employers like this, they get a certain kind of people that ain't never going to say nothing. And this is what they do a lot of times. I'm going to say something that's, that's uncomfortable again. I know some employers that will get people who either don't have their papers, they don't have a high school education, or they have some felonies. And these same people will say they shouldn't have to pay for that the rest of their life. But by being employed by you, they are paying for that the rest of their life. That's something to fucking think about before I sign off. This is fucking part one. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. There's more fucking segments coming on this. Hey, anyone out there unhappy? It may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen next week. 
Jobs are in abundance right now. And maybe that next job is not where you land permanently. Maybe it's to, it's just a scale for you to get to something else. Don't put up with it. You don't have to put up with it. If there's ever a time in history where you got to say so, it's right now. So if there's a time to go put your employer in check and they're willing to lose you, then let them lose you and walk away. Hey, man, y'all stay humble and live savage. Love y'all.